What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented to you <laughs> by DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey, Preston. America's <laughs> top-rated sportsbook. Welcome Download that sportsbook, DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Yeah. A Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's him. Big Dave. Bow. B-A-W-L Sports. That's ah. him. Will the GOAT underscore Gottlieb. Will underscore Gottlieb, not underscore the GOAT Gottlieb. We are CSU underscore Bulls. Joey, our producer and our pal, at Joey Spathis. The Bulls lose a tough one to the Boston Celtics. 123-119 is your final. Bulls and Celtics now 1-1 head-to-head this year. Man, DeMar DeRozan's 46 points. Mm, mm, That's how you respond to your lowest point total as a Chicago Bull in their game on Wednesday. But it is not enough. Uh, a quiet night from Zach, frustrating night from Zach. Did not see him attack the basket successfully until a final few possessions down the stretch mm-hmm. as the Bulls were desperately trying to get back in that game late in the fourth. Yeah. I'm going to say this once, gentlemen, and I'm only going to say this once. All right. Those referees over there in Beantown tonight mm-hmm. can kiss my big white ass. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan who likes to complain about officiating often, yeah. but those refs tonight blew some serious chunks. Yeah. <laughs> you might be yeah. saying, hey, Matt, I mean, come on. DeMar did shoot 22 free throws. Uh-huh. Cool. He was also the only bull at the free throw line until Zach got a pair with like 30 seconds left in the game. Fact. Oh, you know how many free throws the Celtics shot? 39. <laughs> Fuck. There goes the first one. There goes the first hat. He's all got right. a whole. He's got a whole lot. Joey of got, don't try it. Joey got me a hat shelf, guys. It's okay. There it is. It's okay. He's ready to go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this uh, Calder champion, Calder Cup champions hat ready to go. All right, you ready to go? You I'm, I'm okay, Dave. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm Still doing all right. Tag on it and everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joey's prepared for this moment. <laughs> he's been waiting for this moment for a while. Yeah, man. Yeah. To make that quick and just echo that, yes, the referees were terrible out there. Uh, DeMar was getting what DeMar always gets, but how nobody got anything else was was kind of puzzling uh, as far as that's concerned. But outside of that, uh, DeMar was just absolutely amazing from the beginning. Before the game even started and we were going over there to sit down, Will said, yo, DeMar's got to have that game tonight. Like He's got to have it tonight. And DeMar heard him loud and clear because he came out with that focus intentionally to score and to dominate. And he did that. Even though you mentioned the the free throws, Matt, he was 13 of 23, you know, from the field. He shot 56% from the field. He didn't even hit a three-pointer. So he was solid. And he had a couple steals that Thir- I thought 13 were for awesome. 20 inside the arc. <laughs> yes, right. 13 for 20 inside the arc. Absolutely. That is efficient. Um, so I was impressed by that. And Vooch, I thought, also had a great second half. Um, he definitely brought the Bulls back, hit some huge threes in the fourth Four quarter. Four of five from downtown tonight. Oh, he was amazing, man. I could just feel uh, Vooch haters ready to pounce on him <laughs> until that fourth quarter kind of happened with, yeah. his, with that uh, three-point shooting of his. Uh, so, yeah, he was, he was impressive. 24 and 12. Yeah, he I was. Mean, come in, on. <laughs> uh, Ayo Desumu continues his streak. Of not missing a three-pointer against one the Celtics. One of one behind the three-point line. He, one of one. One of one. That's it. He's one of one. This is correct. He <laughs> he continues that streak of scoring. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, but it was all about DeMar DeRozan, though. He was the one that carried the Bulls 35 minutes. And he did that in 35 minutes, man. It was a, it was a sight to behold, Will. I think – they mentioned on the broadcast that he had three 40-point games last year, and one one of them was a 50-point game. Mm. 
you just have to like sit back and enjoy what he's able to do. I, didn't he score forty in the in the opening game, or was it the second Ooh. game against the Wizards? Demar, uh, his, his season high was thirty nine yeah. or thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I, so I, I mean like forty. I mean he's just you, there was only going to be so more of these, so many more of these games, mm-hmm. and it sucks that it came in a loss. Like yeah. you obviously you want to back that up with a win, but like sure, just sit there and appreciate this dude. I, we were we were watching the game, and I can't remember what happened on the the one play, but on the ensuing play, Matt was like, yeah, he's going to get a foul here. And he just backed Jalen Brown down, got a foul and, and he made the shot. And it's just like, he can do whatever he wants out there. Yeah. And it's just so special to watch guys like that play. And the loss sucks. Like we can get into the details and everything like that. Sure. But I just want to say like, Tomar is awesome. He is amazing to watch, man. Like it, it was just quarter after quarter, after quarter, after quarter. Mm-hmm. And it was, and they needed all of it. You know what I mean? Every single drop of it. And he was just special, you know, and it, it felt like last year so much, especially in that fourth where I was like, oh, I remember this offense. Give it to DeMar. He brings it up and he sets everything up and we just yeah. go with whatever he wants to do. I remember that offense very, very well. It worked sometimes. It didn't work later. But, man, when it's working and it's on, I mean, he was hitting shots. You was just like, how? You know, you it just defied. You know what I'm saying? The laws of basketball out there. Like, in bad, you're like, no, you're not supposed to hit that from the baseline over two people. Oh, you're going to do that? Yes, he is. He was taking the inside. He was getting the outside. He was just absolutely special. That's all that was. We just want to give him all that kind of love because he was special tonight. Uh, that's just one of those nights where you're like, yeah, no, he special. That's yeah. how you – and I, be, I believe he missed his first or, like, first two, and you were like, oh, no, is it going to be another off night for tomorrow? Because yeah, we ain't winning in Boston if tomorrow's off. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 I got this. He right. also had a couple of nice defensive plays. You True. mentioned his first couple of plays. I think his maybe his second basket came uh, on a steal and a run out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just – he showed up for this game in a big way. He did. Where the Bulls – I mean, obviously, they're nowhere close without not only just, like, a DeMar game, but, like, a DeMar 45-point game. Right. Right, um, but I just thought he really stepped up to the moment, and that's kind of what you expect from Demar at this point. Yeah, uh, but it's just—I mean, it's always you gotta appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Preston who has our first super chat <laughs> of the night. Send in those super chats because they're super. Um, biggest question: Why didn't Caruso get any minutes in crunch time? P. Will seemed to be struggling that whole second half. Um, well. I mean, you mentioned it, <laughs> Dave. Like. Uh, not Caruso's best night either. It he had three not. turnovers. He was looking kind of lost on offense. Yeah. Um, you know, he, you know, it, it was not a great Caruso night. Usually you do see Caruso in there in crunch time. But I think the bigger question is Pat. And I see a million people in the comments talking about Pat. So let's get to it now. Okay. Mark says Pat had a terrible one minute sequence on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Marcos saying P. Will at the end of that game definitely made me throw my hat. What is it with all the marks that are just Josh? Such huge missed rebound by P. Will. Joe, Pat should not be the one taking a three in that moment. He was open. Uh, yeah. Um, there, there's there's a lot of oof, Pat. And it was that, that sequence where Bulls needed to get that rebound after Horford missed the corner three on Tatum's kickout. Yeah. And the Bulls were about to get a chance right. to either get down one or tie the game if they yeah. get that rebound. Pat does not secure the rebound. He Let's Tatum get it. Foul. Tatum pushes the lead back up at the free throw line, ensuing Bulls possession. Pat almost is guilty of a turnover on like a weird, awkward sequence where Zach's trying to get him the ball. Mm -hmm. Then the Bulls manage to scramble to get the ball back as Zach Mm -hmm. jumps in and gets the loose ball. Ends up back in the hands of Pat, who chunks a three. Yeah. That was really tough to watch. And that was the culmination of Pat having a pretty rough game tonight. 
Yeah, it wasn't the well seven points, five five rebounds uh, in thirty minutes. Believe uh, he fouled out too as well. Uh, one of four from the three point line. He didn't have that kind of game. But I, how can I put this? This is the kind of game I kind of want him to feel because I saw him actually show emotion, get pissed, and get pissed at shit. And I hadn't seen him do that before. And I like that. And, you know, when plays, you know, weren't going his way, you know, you kind of saw him kind of slam the ball a little bit on the ground. You saw him kind of actually speak to the referee. Like, it was a growing pains kind of game for Pat. Uh, I'm not excusing the play. I'm just saying how I look at it. Yeah. Um, but a casual shrug like this from Pat in the general direction yeah. of any official is yeah. the most emotion we've <laughs> ever seen from him. Correct. You're like, whoa, he's at a fire. Calm down, man. Calm down. Um, but, yeah, the, the one that really – uh, got grinded my gears, I should say, <laughs> <laughs> was the one where he gets the ball and he goes to the paint and he's he can go up for a layup, but he stops himself because you saw him start thinking, and you saw him and when he started thinking, oh, he travels, you know, and then that was a huge turnover uh, right there for the Bulls. You saw him uh, turn the ball over more uh, this game. How many did he had? Let me look this up. You had four turnovers. Four, four turnovers, man. Yeah, I saw him turn that ball over more, and that was from a guy time. who dribbles the ball what six Correct. times a game. Correct. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. And then those offensive fouls he had. I believe he had Ugh. two uh, offensive fouls, both yep. on setting screens at the top of the key for Demar Derozan, uh, both were moving screen, screens like that. So those were the things I was like, oh, I've got to have. And that, and that rebound you mentioned, too, mm-hmm. that, like that. I was like, oh. So it was those moments and the devastating moments. I, I like the fact he took that three, honestly. I didn't want him, If he didn't take that three, I would have been mad, like for real. Oh, uh, uh, the other half? I didn't, it didn't get very far. Yeah, it's behind here. It's behind me. Yeah. <laughs> you want to grab that? Joey's, our hat wrangler, uh, Joey, is coming in. I, I'm very much enjoying the uh, Calder Cup Champions hat. some screen yeah. time. Yeah, he just wants you to toss more hats. He's got more graphics. Yeah, dude, I, got, I got another Calder. It's throwing you off. It's distracting you. I thought you'd be like like a spinny like top a propeller. Yeah, yeah, like a spinny top on his head. There it is. Tip of the cap. I like it. To you too, Mrs. Corningstone. <laughs> but, Sorry for throwing but, your hat black. No, it's guys. fine. It's fine, man. It's cool, bro. When in Rome. Yes. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm about to say something stupid. But, yeah, man. <laughs> Breathe it in. But, yeah, I, I I liked it, but I hated it. You know what I'm saying? In the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, the, just the mistakes that he made. But, honestly, I'm glad he made those mistakes because those mistakes were being made with him being aggressive. The one I hated was the one where he stopped himself. That's the yeah. one I hated the most because you started thinking and you weren't being aggressive in that. But he was guarding Jason Tatum. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, and, like he had a couple of – moments tonight that were rough where it's like oh good luck you're guarding right. Jason Tatum <laughs> nobody can that, bro. but there was that one key defensive stop the Bulls got yeah. late in the fourth when they were clawing their way back into it yeah. where he deed up Tatum like crazy he did he did so it's like okay yeah several frustrating things from Pat that all happened in like a 90 second span in that fourth quarter yeah. but he also showed you what he's capable of on that one possession on Tatum I think that's why he was in that people are asking why close with him instead of Caruso or Javante, I mean, that, that was the reason. Correct. Uh, not only did those guys not perform super well either, but, I mean, I 100% agree with you, Dave. Like, I think a lot of the time we get frustrated with Pat because he's having these, like, regression games mm-hmm. where he, like, gets in his head, he shuts down, he passes the ball away, he hesitates, he doesn't shoot it when he's open. Like, that was not the case tonight. He took shots when they were available to him. He had nine field goal attempts. He only scored seven points. He only made three of those attempts, but, like, I would rather him take shots when he's open than pass him up. Like, yeah. 
this is like a not, not the same strategy, obviously, but like if you're playing pickup and you like pass to a guy and he's open and he just like stands there and kills the play, it's <laughs> oh, like man. just tell him shoot the ball. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate Pat for that. And I think defensively he had some moments. He missed a box out that cost him. Yes. He fouled Tatum on a three oh, that gave him yeah. three free throws. And then also Should on be. another jumper where he came over to help. So that hurt too. But like I think for the mm. most part, we have to look at this as a Pat growing pains game. Correct. Yeah. Exactly as you said. That that um, also that travel where he just like just like went started from yeah. just mm-hmm. above the break. Yeah. yeah. He, he drove in towards the lane, and then just had no idea where he was going yeah. and lost his That's the one I, that pissed me off. He actually right? had three traveling violations. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he had some ugly, ugly mistakes, but these are the yeah. kind of mistakes that you need to play through, right. not just, like, that you need to exist around. Um, right. Those are very different things. And, and there, there is we'll there see. is some nice, uh, you know, I guess, perspective here from, from people frustrated with Pat's game, but also knowing what this a game like this could mean for him. In the comments, Jonathan saying, never going to be mad at effort. It was a rough game for Pat, yeah. but he's looked good in recent games. Just got to keep building. Um, got a little dirty tonight, and I like yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Mixing it up. Fried like Rice it. saying, I hope Pat didn't get discouraged by tonight's game. He needs to keep it going. I agree. That's Linnell actually, saying, I Pat wanna... had a lot of young guy mistakes. However, he was looking to score, looking aggressive. The it, discouraged part is, I think, important because that's exactly what I was talking about. If he was, if he was discouraged, he would have been not taking those shots. Mm-hmm. He would have. Right. Uh, you know, shut down in those moments. And I think he, he did not get discouraged. He did not let that sort of last play affect the next play. And yeah. I think that's something. Did you guys catch really this one on the broadcast between Horford and DeMar? What are we, do- what are we doing? What are we catching? Uh, Horford hit DeMar with what? The baby violins? Yeah. I wasn't did I miss that? Oh. <laughs> I did not I'm notice savage. that. All right. Really? Like the baby violin? He All scored right. 46 yeah. on you? All right, Horford. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm All right, right Horford. Yeah, yeah great. All I right. hope you enjoyed those Thanks. two NCAA championships that Joe Keen carried you to. <laughs> Bitch. Damn. Um, I'm, I'm in a mood tonight, man. We'll toss that hat that, down. Yeah, freaking game pissed <laughs> me go. off. Grab yourself freaking another. Game pissed me off. There I don't want go. my own hat back yet, Joey. I want another Wolves Calder Cup hat. That's right, baby. Shout out Chicago Wolves. Got go, there's several. <laughs> he said a, there's this two. is a stack of Chicago Wolves Calder Cup champion hats. Yeah, just ready to and go. I'm gonna wear every damn one of them. I think so. <sighs> I think that's the case. But yeah, man. Like honestly, I I think. This is just a game Pat can learn from, honestly, and and pick up the pieces, you know what I'm saying, from it and carry what he did well onto the next one, but also learn from those mistakes because the mistakes were made in the fourth quarter, and they have, it's a big thing with Billy having him in there in the fourth because, yeah. as we know, that was not the case for a while. No. So he put some trust in him, and even Billy even showed more trust in him by using uh, that the challenge, you know what I'm saying, for Patrick Williams. And then that foul against, uh, was it Tatum or mm-hmm. it was Brown? I can't remember which one. But just using that challenge is also instilling some confidence in him. Like, hey, man, I like what you're doing here. Let me, let me have your back on this a little bit, too. So I liked all that stuff with Patrick, man. I, he didn't do the, the things that were truly getting me mad while, I'm, while I was questioning if he could play basketball. It wasn't that. These, these were made in the throws of, of the game where it's getting close, man. And right. I, just, I just liked how aggressive he was. He made those mistakes, no question about it. But, you know, it just seems like he did it because he was trying to win. I think the other way to put it is, like, in previous games, he may have, like, mentally taken himself out of those moments. Okay. Mm-hmm. And today he allowed himself to grow in that moment. It didn't go necessarily the way that he would have hoped, that we would have hoped. But, like, I think it, and to your point, is a testament to 
the fact that Billy agreed that he left him out there yeah. with five fouls, understanding yeah. that he had some bad turnovers. Yeah, it's making the mistakes, but being okay that you made the mistakes because you're like, okay, I can learn from this and move on. If, you, if you're scared to do it, you know what I'm saying, like you'll, you'll never, ever be great. And the other thing is, like, he's, t- he's talked about in the past, like, to play with those those starters, those all-stars, is to get them in a groove. Yes. He's taking shots in clutch moments yeah. next to Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Vooch. Correct. All of whom, I mean, I guess maybe not Zach, but, like, Vooch and DeMar played awesome. Ball, yeah. And so I think that, that shows a lot of confidence. I think that's something that, that he'll be able to take forward, build on. even though the, the result wasn't there. Correct. Correct. Fly the dub. Who was uh, what was uglier? P. Will's play or what's his name? Sandals. My name's Peck, and P. <laughs> and P. Will had a rough night, but he tried. He knew My your name. He th- for sure th- knew your you. name. Thank you for hanging out with us here on CHGO Bulls pregame, postgame. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. Better through. not be free game. No, no. Holding um, that bag is back. We will like a prediction by the end of the night. Yes, uh, we need a prediction yeah. holding the bag. Are, are we going to Vegas yet? Do we have the tickets? Yeah. Uh, Connor, I like this comment. Said it's fifteen points. Uh, just 15 points for the bench tonight. Could have used some drum and boards and points in the yeah, paint. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bulls I, only had four offensive boards tonight. Yeah. Obviously, you would have loved to have Drummond available mm-hmm. against the Celtics team. But generally speaking, just, I mean, in our win against Hornets, we saw roughly 612 points scored by the bench. <laughs> 15 tonight. Definitely uh, a, a different story. Nope. Um, your bench just did not give you enough. Five each from Javante. Dragic and Caruso. Dragic did not have his shot fallen tonight. No, he didn't. Any of his crafty vet moves in the lane or his threes. He was two of nine overall, mm-hmm. one of four from downtown. Yeah. Derek Jones Jr. played 15 minutes and damn near had a Tony Snell. Like, didn't do a damn thing. Yeah. Not great for the bench tonight. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't. And, and I kind of we kind of touched on that. Um, it w- when Horford was out there, I was like, oh, he's going to have a better game tonight because Drummond isn't going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And you saw how he was playing. You know, it was a little more aggressive. You know, he had a little more flair to him. You saw him talking a little more shit. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you're you're the big guy among, you know, the smaller people out there. So you can do that. That's why Luke Cornette actually looked like, you know, a NBA player out mm-hmm. there today. And four points. saw somebody in the comments said Robert Horry killed us tonight. Yeah, I think he was a plus 17 out there on the floor. So that's the reason why. He did a great job against Dragic. He really did. Dragic was – because Dragic is used to coming off that pick and roll and right. tossing up that oop or giving it to the big fella. He didn't have that. You know what I mean? So that's kind of threw him off tonight, man. But, yeah, that's the reason. Drummond was definitely one of those reasons why. Because remember that last game? He was snatching rebounds from yep. him, bro. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Cornette credited with two blocks yeah. and two steals. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he had those numbers in a season with the Bulls. <laughs> Love you, big shot, Bob. Uh, all right, we're going to take our first break here on CHGO Bulls postgame. While we are giving you guys some words from our wonderful friends and sponsors, hit that thumbs up button for us, would you please? We got 200 plus watching post game, only 20 some likes. I don't like that ratio. Let's get some thumbs. That Just give me some thumbs. Look That's all I it. want. These How little guys right here. That is. Whew. And then when we come back, I do want to talk like. a little bit further about the night that we <laughs> saw from Zach. Because yeah. it was like, like Jekyll and Hyde weirdness, and I didn't like it. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Tonight's episode of Postgame brought to you guys by our friends at Green Ridge Farms. Do you guys see our fridge at the office here? I have. The office kitchen is overflowing with Green Ridge Farm meats. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Ready for our Bears tailgate on Sunday. Be there. Come hang out. Tickets still available on our website, allchgo.com. Bears, Dolphins, 8 a.m. to noon. Yep. South Loop. Be there. Green Ridge Farms will be there. Beer, meat, mm. free, all you can drink, all you can eat. Have at it. Green Ridge Farmer, makers of all natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous, delicious 
Meat sticks. Mm. Perfect for tailgating. Hello. Mm. Happy hour, school lunches. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. Ooh. And with 16 grams of protein packed into every stick, pow, pow. they make a perfect post-workout snack. You know I'm chomping those every time I work out. Oh, every time doing those arm <laughs> curls when he's putting the meat into his mouth. Check out the different flavors. You can get chicken. You can get Black Forest ham. You can get varietals on those different kinds of meats like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. Yes. If you haven't tried them yet, people, you're missing out. They're delicious because they are made from recipes generations in the making. Mm. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh and flavorful alternative at Shh. snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco or Sam's Club. If you're a Costco or Sam's Club shopper, they are there. In the house. Or all of your favorite Chicago Groceryland stores. Fact. Chicago Groceryland, Chicagoland Grocery. Mm. Either way, it works. Either way, I'm going. And right now, when you place an order... With at least three meat products from GreenRefarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in that order at checkout with promo code CHGO, those meat sticks will be free. Ooh. Free meat sticks mm. with promo code CHGO. That's it. At GreenRefarm.com. Mm. Well done, Matt. Thank you, sir. Let me ask you a quick question. What time is it? Good time. Who? Oh. Hat time. Who? <laughs> there was no reason to throw a hat. But he threw it because they're there now and they're okay. going up. And game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to oh, score. Like the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, <laughs> and shows. He's out of control right now. Because have you ever dreamed of sitting in that seat that you thought you never could? That 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, seats next to the GOAT? Well, guess what? You can do all that because it's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you, you, could never buy. You won't find better tickets or deals this season to watch the beloved Chicago Bulls at the UC. And just like here at CHGO, created by the fans for the fans guarantees you you again the lowest price so if you love chgo because we know you do then you'll love game time hoot the best way to support us one hit that like hit it go ahead that thumb you see uh-huh yeah that one that one right there you see that click that there you go thanks for doing that and just doing that you can buy your tickets through the link in the description y'all Join over 15 million people. I didn't say 1,500. I didn't say 15,000. I said 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, young Joey, what time is it? Game time! Who? Mm. I like how Joey hits, holds the game mm. time. The, the, the time. extended time. Yeah, the game time. Yeah. He holds that right there. You know what I'm saying? Then drops it on. I him. like the creativity, but it's also just a dead giveaway that he is of a generation that was not around. <laughs> yeah, historically. For when game time who was a thing. <laughs> historically inaccurate. Um, <laughs> Put his own thing on it. Put my right. own spin on it. Yes. <laughs> Getting the ball back rolling. It's Connor in the comments. I see you, Dreads. Yeah, I thought that, Dreads. I did. Said, I did. Uh, I, t- <laughs> I don't think we've seen a Zach I dunk that. this season. Not saying he won't come back, but I feel like his lack of verticality is even more noticeable than it was last year when he was playing injured. Um, technically speaking, for the record, I do believe I recall Zach having at least one dunk this season. Yeah. Wide open, easy flush. Uh, but yes, generally speaking, Connor, I agree with you. And it was driving all three of us crazy. Crazy. Watching Zach for the first three quarters of this game. He did find certain spots either in the mid-range or behind the three-point line where he could get open and knock down some shots tonight, but every time it looked like he was going to try 
to beat his man off the dribble, yeah. regardless of who was guarding him, yeah. including you know the handful of bench guys that the Celtics threw out there who, in every reasonable reality, cannot guard Zach Levine one-on-one. Yeah. Yes. And he had no edge around him. Yeah. Could not beat them. Could not break them down off the dribble and get to the hoop. Yeah. Zach's athleticism, clearly a far cry from 100% right now. It's just not there yet. That's all. Uh, I think it will be there. I really do. I think it's going to be there, but it's not there. And also when the national guy, like you're listening to Doris, you're listening to Mike Breen, you know, you know, they don't watch a lot of Bulls, but they know what they've seen from Zach Levine. So when they're watching, they're like, wow, uh, <laughs> this isn't the Zach Levine. Yeah. Like, they commented he's on it lift. several times. Yeah, they were, they were a little surprised that, yeah, and then they, but they were like, yeah, it's going to take him time to get reacclimated. They understood, but it was a little surprising to see. He gets to the, he's getting there, and then you're watching him think immediately. As soon as he gets there, he starts thinking, and he does the same drag step, but it's not as flavorful as it was before. You know what I'm saying? It don't have that that right thing on it no more, because it's it's very predictable and very slow when it goes up. Listen, when you got Hauser on you. And you ain't, you know, making him, you ain't taking him to the rack. Or as Joey said, you ain't baby food down there. And you got house on you. You know what I mean? Like, that's a problem, man. So I know it's not there. Um, and when the shot isn't falling for him, then it's a, you know, double problem. Because that's what you can really do. When Zach doesn't have his athleticism, you usually can rely on the three-point shooting. And you couldn't, he couldn't rely on that tonight. The shots just weren't falling for him this evening. So, I think just it has to just keep going on and going on and going on and going on. And for me, again, it's all-star break for, for Zach Levine to, when I want him to be 100%. Of course, I want it to be now, but I think also it's just the knee, and I just think a lot of that stuff is also mental, though, Will. I mean, the thing that makes Zach so great is that he's a three-level scorer. Yes, yes. And when you basically remove one or one and a half, maybe even two of those levels, mm -hmm. it just makes you predictable. Correct. And he does not have the explosion right now to be able to get the rim. He took two shots uh, in the paint, mm -hmm. one in the restricted area, mm -hmm. uh, got to the line twice. One of them was, uh, I think, with three minutes left in the game, and the other was shortly after that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just, like, didn't do it at all throughout the course of the game. Um, and it just it, it's difficult for him to, to get into a rhythm when he just can't, when he doesn't have, like, a huge part of his offensive game. It's right. just not there for him right now. So right. he did make a couple of threes. Um, you know, DeMar obviously carried a ton of the load, so it, it maybe it evened out a little bit. But, like, mm -hmm. it, it's not great that, like, you know, the Bulls' secondary go-to scorer is just not there on a consistent basis. Now, let's be clear. This is the third night, third game in four nights. Yes. He, is, he just played his first back-to-back -back of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to take some time. I do not want it to come out and say, like, he is going to be ready right away. And it also right. probably, we talked about Lonzo pregame. This should also reinforce to you that, like, that is going to be a slow process. Sure. Because they are dealing with very similar things. Mm -hmm. Lonzo actually has it much worse. So, Zach, I think he just needs some time. Nothing he's done is, like, wow, this guy cannot play. Right. But you just, you see him out there, the... The explosion of the rim isn't there. You see it on the defensive end, which was never great to begin with, but now it's like he's just sleepwalking out there. I mean, yeah. he he uh, cost the Bulls a couple buckets on offensive rebounds. He wasn't there in rotations. Yeah. And it's just, it, out. Yeah. it's just tough to have him out there when he's not playing his best. But at the same time, like, he wants to be out there. He's got to play through it. Yeah, You kind of got to live with it. Yeah. And, and look, you, I mean, if you guys have watched this show uh, this season, last season, you know that generally speaking, all three of us are 
those who believe in Zach, believe it was the right move by the organization to keep him here on a, on a large-scale contract Absolutely. of an all-star caliber player. Yeah. The way that he's coming into this season is going to be frustrating. Mm-hmm. And Dave said it's going to take time, but you know, we're, we're not going to turn a blind eye to the fact that it was a, it was a rough mm-hmm. night to watch Zach. It was, just because you didn't see that third and very lethal element to his game yeah. offensively, which is the slashing, the attacking, the leaping ability that makes him so deadly around the rim. I think the um, other the other point I want to add there, just with that second unit, maybe we can spend some time on them, okay. that has been so good throughout the course of the season, uh, in large part due to the fact that they have a guy like Zach who can give you 25 on any given night. They really struggled. I think you made a great point that I want to include in my write-up today about the lack of vertical spacing with Drummond, right? Like they just mm-hmm. didn't have that outlet to go to on these pick and rolls. They also didn't have Zach to really create much. So it was like Dragic mm-hmm. out there trying to find Javante Green in the corner for threes. Right. It just didn't really work the mm-hmm. same way. And I, and that second unit that has been really good kind of let the Celtics back in the game in the bridge between the first and second quarter. And then and again, then end, of the, the, end of the third, third beginning of the fourth, when you're wondering it, like, how much longer can DeMar Billy gonna afford just, to have DeMar on the bench? We're both kind of advocating, should DeMar just play the entire fourth quarter? Like, he's cooking. He's the only reason the Bulls are in this game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were able to get back into it eventually. But, like, the the bench unit did kind of cost them there. And and real quick, but Zach, 16 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals. Like, it's funny. Like cause if still I, put an effort into this game. That's a solid stat line. Right. You know what I'm saying? Still Honestly, put an effort into he put this an game. effort in, and tried but his But, Dave, best. it's not the stat line of a max guy. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so says lots of people who are smart. You know, man. Hey. Fuck out of here. Man, there you go. And yeah, he's it's gonna take time for Zach. And that's all. And honestly, it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be games when those three pointers are falling. You know, he's gonna have that game when those three pointers are falling. I mean it happened the other man. night right. against the Nets. Exactly. We've so seen it. It's gonna be he's gonna be able to when carry he had on. two days rest. Correct. When he's got some time to rest. So yeah, I and I think you made a great point there. You know, third game in four nights, like yeah, that that plays into it as well. This is all brand new to his knee <laughs> right now. So they're, they're kind of testing they're testing his limits as much as he is yes. trying to get back in. And he shape. played 36 mm-hmm. minutes. He did play 36 minutes. So yeah, he'll be comfortable. It's just taking time. <laughs> and, and look, uh flip side is right to point out that Zach also did have a couple of those exasperated Zach shrugs, yes. come on, you know, what yes. the hell's yes. pointed at the refs tonight. Yes. But how did I start tonight's postgame? I yelled at the refs too. Yes. Those refs in Boston sucked. Beantown sucks. Yeah. They can all go to hell. Oh, uh, wait. Let me stop you for a second because that hat you got on is mine. Please is don't it? throw my hat. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, when did Marshall Mathers get on here? <laughs> it was just in the pile of Bulls hats that Joe, Dave Joe sat just next to my me. hat into the pile of Bulls I didn't hats. realize that was your hat. No, that's me, bro. Like, Take it please. off, Pac. I got it. No, he can wear it. Take it off, Eminem. Take it off, Eminem. You don't trust yourself. You don't want to risk it. Do I trust myself? Do I trust myself? Actually, I want to see you in a Kango, Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what you look like in a Kango. No. I, I need to see this. For the hip-hop person in me needs to see you. No, I'm, in a I'm, I'm rocking the uh, Blackhawks home away from home 2022 series. Whatever the the Blackhawks okay. crew is going to be pissed. You're throwing also, all their hats. Hat was made for an infant. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all are six, except for uh, the adult in the room. It's, it's always Grandma tough Willie. when you see Zach getting frustrated <laughs> with the refs. Um, you know, when he's having a tough night. But yeah. credit to Zach for the fact that on a night when he couldn't draw fouls, wasn't getting the free throw line, wasn't beating guys off the dribble, yeah. he still had those two big drives late in the game he when did. they were still in it. He did. And he had a tough and one, and he drove and draw a tough foul. Yeah. Like, that's Zach not giving up. Pick a nil. <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. 
Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Mm. That that Chappelle show he was doing even now yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and then, like there was a moment late in the fourth quarter tonight when I heard Big Dave say from behind me one stop <laughs> and of course my response to that had to be one opportunity <laughs> yeah there was a lot of Eminem references he's everything you ever wanted <laughs> in one moment arms are heavy would you capture it Mom, that was my favorite song when I was four years old and my dad said you're you cannot tell people that that is your favorite song why not what because I was four years old. I was so? like going around being like, yeah, Lose Yourself by Eminem, my number one track. Yeah. Why can't you say that? I don't know. The language, it's not, it's not great. Oh, no, man. That's a good song. It's a, it won an Oscar. It's an all-time <laughs> classic. It's now one of my favorite tracks. Bro, it won an Oscar. You tell your dad you love an Oscar award-winning song, bro. Like, no. that You can go sing that. Absolutely. It's true. It's a great song. You can bro. fact check that. Yeah. Award-winning. Award. Oscar award-winning. Um, all right, guys. Uh, well, we got to take one more quick break here. When we come back, um, Will, you mentioned you want to talk a little bit more about the bench. Time flies, uh, we also do have to uh, take a trip down memory lane and talk about a back Bulls legend uh, and some stuff that he was talking about on a different podcast. Yeah, today. two Bulls legends. Phew. And then if we got time, we'll take a quick look at the Toronto Raptors, who the Bulls have a home and away back-to-back on deck yeah. Sunday, Ooh. Monday. Woo! Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Woo! Fun. You know Toronto Raps. You know what, Matt? What? The Rays are shady. Are they? Sometimes they're shady, baby. Man. Oh, Brought to you by shady. the officials in Boston tonight. Super shady. Oh, my goodness. They definitely did not have on their shady race. My goodness. Probably would have helped them out. But they probably didn't get them because they thought sunglasses are so damn expensive. Probably. That's what they said. They didn't know that shady rays don't go for that. No, no. Will, got that? Anybody caught that? No? Hall of Notes? Nobody caught that? All right, great. Not a big Hall of Notes guy. (laughs) (laughs) Guess that. All right, all right. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. A tag. A tag. The best part about Shady Rays. (laughs) They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. There it is. And just imagine there was some glasses on that. Huh? Broken. On the ground. Upset. Okay. Can't do nothing about that. But you know who can? Shady Rays. Brand new pair. Plow! Right there. Don't matter if it was day one or day 101. They are going to hook you up. They got you covered, man. Even with that strong protection plan. Still make those quality glasses, y'all. And you know why? Because 200,000 five-star reviews for some Shady Rays, y'all. Oh, they stand behind their product. Mm, mm, mm. Free returns and exchange. Yeah! You either love Shady Rays or Shady Rays will pay you to ship them back. It's amazing. It's an amazing offer, y'all. So exclusive for our listeners out there. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the code CHGO for 50% off of two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That is a buy one, get one free. What's that called, Matt Pat? Bogo. Bogo. Faux show show. You can get two pairs for the low low for 50. Faux faux. <laughs> Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. It's Shady Rays. Woo. Mm. So much rhymeability. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of rhymeability, uh, before, Continuity. before we move on, uh, just a few more thoughts on the bench uh, for our guy to go. Scott in the comments, Drummond has won me over for sure. I was skeptical, but the Dragic Drummy Rim Runny plays Ooh. have been huge. The First time I've heard that run. one. All right. Dragic Drummy Rim Runny? I love that. Gin Rummy. 
Uh, also, Shouldn't 37 Cycles it. saying, words that Shouldn't would not have uh, been typed last year. I'm so excited for Drummond to return to this lineup. Yeah. Look, that's true. <laughs> uh, you, you talked about the lack of verticality on that second unit. Uh, definitely showed tonight verticality. against this, this large Boston team. I'm just going to throw this at both of you guys. <laughs> now that we heard pregame that it sounds like Drummond's going to be out for a while longer yet. Is it Tony Bradley time? God, no. Why would you go here? I was going to say, <laughs> if it's a night like tonight where certain elements of, of, of Billy's bench aren't giving him much, yeah. does he dare throw the rook out there? Oh, daily? DT? DT. Mm. Hasn't gotten much run. I know Bulls fans are yeah. curiously clamoring for it. I mean, I think he might get opportunity to get maybe like two or three minutes. I think he'll get that opportunity. I do. Uh, just to come in, just to see, fill it out, see how it goes. And also, I think a lot of it might play within uh, foul trouble as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And also, just in that back-to-back. -back you mean like if uh, Pat fouls out again? Yeah, no, no, if he gets some early <laughs> fouls. I'm talking like if he gets it down early. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll, he'll get that opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to get out there, maybe for three minutes, you know, just to provide some of that energy. But credit to the Bulls because they didn't come out like we usually see them come out in that first those first quarters and give up that major stuff to them. They actually went out with the lead. So, you know, shout out to I'm with it at 31 points, I think, in the first. So, yeah, they did a good job in that first quarter with the energy uh, for the team. But coming in that, on that back-to-back, -back, it's not out of the realm of possibility you can see Dalen. Uh, I'll start with Dalen. I think he's a ways away. I've seen he had like a little three-minute stint there yeah. in the Hornets game. And That's all you'll get. Yeah, it's just like he can't – like his hands just are not good. He like mm -hmm. fumbles the ball a ton. He's turned it over almost every time he gets it or he's blocked. I just don't think he's like quite there yet. The game just seems way too fast yeah. for him. Yeah, he's the last time so we, fast, bro. He's just, the last yeah, time we saw him out there, yes, it, he looked a little out of his element. And I think, honestly, I would like to see him play some Windy City games once that season really mm. kicks off just because, one, I think he could dominate down there. Fair. And, two, I just think it would be good to get – I mean, those are those are reps with NBA caliber players, yeah, and I true. think he just kind of needs to get a sense. I, I like the way that the Bulls are using their G League team now in terms of creating a system that can transfer from the G League to the the big league team, mm -hmm. and so that they can use that as sort of a pipeline for talent. I think uh, Dalen could could and should spend some time down down there. I also think like you throw him to the Wolves a couple times and see see sure. what's out there. Sure. Um, to me though, I think the the issue with the second unit is more about not having a true big man. I think that the small ball with Derek or Javante and Patrick out there together mm -hmm. can work at times. Mm -hmm. And I think the Celtics are maybe a team that, you know, doesn't overwhelm you with size. You can probably get away with that a little bit right. more. It worked against Charlotte. It did work against Charlotte. They're another team where they just don't really have any size that can beat you up. Yeah. Um, tonight, it just, it wasn't there. I think Zach really sort of is the the engine that makes that work, even though like maybe Dragic and Drummond are sort of like the pillars of that offense. Mm -hmm. I think you really need somebody out there who can be a true scorer. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's like that trio of Drummond, Zach and Dragic kind of needs to be out there for everything else to work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, dude, Shirek <laughs> Bobby, meanwhile, is clamoring for it to be Marco time. Buddy, I don't know what to tell you. If you still think that Marco Simonovic is getting minutes on this team this season... You are not paying very close attention. Yeah, Bradley's going to get those minutes before <laughs> Marco gets those minutes. Send him down sure. to Windy City. Yeah. And then Drummond was out no, for Drummond. a few days, so they brought him back. Yeah. And then even while Drummond has still been out, did not see the floor at all, yeah. and they sent him back down to Windy City. Sent him right back on down there. Yeah. And that's cool. He can dominate and continue to grow down there and do his thing. So Marco. 
Hey, I understand. Silly. They're just throwing it against the wall, sure. see if it's sticking. And look, for the record, I, I don't I, I agree with you guys. I think Dalen's not quite there yet. And not, the, and not, not yet. what this team is missing right now yeah, as far yeah, as what he brings to, to the table. It. But I think we'll hit it right there, because that's exactly how I thought. Like he's moving so fast. Like like you say, he's racing. You know what I mean? Like everything's just moving that fast. As like, oh, soon as he gets, he's like, I gotta shoot it. You know what I mean? Like, oh I got the ball, I gotta dribble, I gotta do something. And he's falling down, he's turning it over. Yeah. You know, and that's how it's you make li- those it's mistakes. It's literally like Par for the course for the game is too fast for you right now. Yeah, just right now. But I think it's going to catch up because his mindset is, dude, I, I got a ball. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a great mindset to have, like, right. for real, man. So, Which yeah. 37 Cycles proposing an interesting idea, you know, maybe let Dalen get some run with Windy City. That's what just, Will, yeah, Will know, was just saying. Tear, yeah. tear some shit up down there. Exactly how Will was great, just saying. Great idea, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Original thought. Just trying, to, just trying to get as many comments out there as we can. Um, all right, before we get that out of here. That was a good idea. You probably said it before I did. <laughs> uh, Bulls legend. Uh-huh. Man in the middle. Uh-huh. Joakim Noah. Yeah. Two-time all-star. Uh-huh. Uh, fourth in MVP voting. Uh-huh. Was the most recent guest. <laughs> so crazy. On the J.J. Redick Old Man in the Three podcast. Yeah, yeah, Dropped today. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shut up, Dave. Keep going. No, no, keep going. Keep going. There was a certain part of their interview. Uh-huh. Where Joakim discussed when he was a member of the Knicks, mm. post-Bulls, yeah. down on his luck, yeah. coming back from two different injuries, <laughs> serving a suspension for violating the league's drug policy for some muscle powder or whatever he was mm-hmm, doing. Mm-hmm. And he was just really down. He was in a dark place. And he was working out. And who else happened to be working out at the same university gym mm-hmm. but his old Miami Heat nemesis, uh-huh. Dwayne Wade. What? Joey. Hit play. Let's hear this. Interesting story about that. It's like when when all this shit happened with the Knicks, and um, my first year, I um, I had a knee injury, I had a shoulder injury. I wish you guys uh, could see Pat's face right now. I had a, a drug suspension. You know, I didn't want to play basketball anymore. And I remember I was like, okay, I get past all that, and I'm back in the gym, and I'm like a shell of myself. Like it's probably like my second or third time after two, like after those two surgeries back in the gym and I'm at Pepperdine in Malibu. D Wade has his coach on the other side of the court and I'm on the other side of court and I'm legit. I'm embarrassed. I'm like, yo, I can't, I can barely move. And it was like, you know, it was bad. Like, okay, we were, we were competing against these guys, but it was like, it was bad blood. Like, they weren't fucking with us. We weren't fucking with them. And I really, like, it was personal, you know? And I remember, like, him being in the gym and, like, I didn't even know where to put myself. I remember him on the sideline being like, yo, good luck. and Keep it up. And I don't even know if he knows this, but it just, like, meant a lot to me. And it said, it said a lot. I was like, yo, you know what? This, there, there are things that are just, like, bigger than this, you know? I don't know. It was deep. And it just like made me really rethink my whole, my whole thing because I was like turning onto, I was like turning into like a persona that like wasn't like really who I was, you know, as always. (laughs) Guys, I hate this so much. 
I cannot explain to you how much I hate this. Oh, you can explain. I get it. <laughs> Why do you think I got so much joy? Joe right Keem went soft on me. He didn't go soft. What mm. the hell, Joe? Mm. He was just showing love to a great basketball player in Dwayne Wade, his new best friend. People, let me tell you about my best friend. That's his boy, D Wade, helping him out. Oh, <laughs> Joey. This is what Dave and I were planning during Yay! the pregame. We lied to you. <laughs> well, that is that is something. That's his boy. That's his people. You keep on the boat together. That's everybody Matt hates on one thing, and it's with Joe Kim Noah. Look at him. He can't take it. <laughs> Don't get it wrong, people. Ah! Dave is full of love oh! and kindness. Oh, this feels so But he awesome. also has that oh! evil streak in him. Oh, I just you realized you're wearing the Dwayne Wade shirt, too. Yeah, no, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, this wasn't a coincidence. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is this premeditated partner. I was in a really, okay, I was in a really good mood when I got to the office today. You know, I was you know, typing up some stuff, getting ready for pregame. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I see Dave walk in, and I'm happy to see my friend Dave. As so always. what do I do? I jump up out of my desk chair. I go embrace my friend Dave with yes. a big old hug. Yes. And he starts maniacally laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Why are you maniacally laughing after I just gave you a nice, friendly hug? <laughs> and he said, look who's on the shirt. <laughs> and I see <laughs> dumb, stupid, little kid Wade's face look at him. mocking me. Mm. Now, man, uh, God, I hate it so much. I know. Will, Will wants to know why your hatred is so deep for, for Mr. Wade. He doesn't understand it. Please tell him why you've got this hate for, for Mr. Wade. He don't, yeah, he, I want to understand. Uh, you are familiar with Dwayne Wade's... NBA career arc, are you not? Yeah, but like... Chicago kid, yeah. drafted by Pat Riley, okay. goes and wins a title for the Miami Heat three years into the league. Fuck that guy. Then the Bulls, on the up and up, about to be title contenders. Derek is shy, doesn't want to recruit. Okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Joe Keem recruits. By the way, go listen to this old man of the three up with Joe King that yes, dropped today. Seriously. Joe talks about all kinds of shit he's never talked about before, really including aggressively him being the one recruiting Wade and Bosch and Wade. We're all coming here. We're all coming to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Wade spurns the Bulls, convinces Pat Riley and LeBron James and Chris Bosch that they all need to go join him in Miami and then proceed to... Break Bulls fans' hearts in the playoffs. <laughs> then he has the audacity, audacity? with two bum-ass <laughs> broken knees <laughs> to convince this organization's dumb, clueless, money-grubbing, idiot front office slash ownership group to give him the most I'm ridiculous, undeserved contract for a team that got the eight seed on a tiebreaker and was the most pointless, frivolous bull season in recent history. What, what and you ask me why. I do not like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Viewers, you are welcome. <laughs> ah, guys, this is everything I wanted it to be. Oh, I, Peck is leaving the building. You should have saw it. He's leaving the building. You should have saw it when I found out off, that it happened. Home run. Listen. Grand slam. When I found out that happened, the first I said in my head is, Matt will never hear the end of this from me. 
This will be ongoing forever. Pack, oh. you, sit, pack you sit back there. Sit back there, man. You need to take a second. Take, take a body. <laughs> you didn't. There's no way you unmuted my mic. There's take a powder. Take a powder. Take press the four. Press the red four. Press the red four. Red four. Red four. There you are. You know what? Let's. I'm gonna stop. You're scared. You're a little worried. Ends the stream. You're a little worried. For Jake fires For Jake's like, what the hell? Jake tunes in right now. Like, what the hell? What is this? Oh yes. But that's why he hates Wade. I appreciate him breaking that down because he cannot stand him. Oh, he has no love for him. But Will, you know, you like D Wade like I do. Like you like D Wade because he's a really good basketball player. I I feel like I really connect with the way that Joe Kim was talking about it. Yeah. There's you can be super competitive with people in the moment, but also then step out from it and yes. appreciate them. And yeah. I think that I, I gotta go listen to the full episode. But it's I, something I he just, had to learn. I like that you said. I, that. I love that about Joe Kim because like I, I agree. That's like that fiery competitor yeah. that he is is not all of who he is. Right, right. I like so, the part where he said he felt like it was turning him into something that he's not. He was like, dang, this really ain't me. Like, I got all this fire in me. He talked about his father playing with that fire and, and his grandfather playing with that fire. He was like, he sees it in his daughter mm-hmm. as well. Like, he's like, we play Monopoly. I see it in her as well. But that's, that's not awesome. just who he is. You know what I'm saying? He was like, bro, like, I have to learn how to separate and not carry it the entire time because when you're carrying all that stuff it starts to become heavy and you know when it becomes heavy you know it starts weighing you down mentally man he didn't want that anymore and d wade showed him how not to do that how not to carry that with him anymore matt to let it go put it over here and realize you're a human being Amazing, D Wade. More amazing work that's, that you're doing. That's that's thank junk. you. That's junk. That's <laughs> junk. And you know what? What I do appreciate is that Joe Keem said in that interview before that clip that we showed you, yeah, he understood and still to this day understands mm-hmm. that that blood boiling level of intensity, yeah, is what made fans love him. Correct. And that wasn't an act. No, that's legitimately Absolutely how he not. felt. Correct. And, and, it's, it, and it's also who he was. Right. right. My one of my the things about Joe Keem that stands out to me the most is when he was an all-star. I think it was maybe the second time he was an all-star. He said, Hell yeah, I'm gonna go out there and like try my ass off in these exhibition games mm-hmm. because if I don't, people are gonna realize I'm not that good at basketball. <laughs> that is a skill. Yeah. Effort he was he was one of the best of all time at that. No, no question. Effort and is a skill. And then he added all these other s- skills and dimensions to his game that is just part yeah. of the reason why his career arc is so amazing. But he would not have been the player he was without that edge. That is like that's what just made fact. him. That was the no. foundation of who he was as a player. Correct. Right? That's why you loved him as a player. Loved that's it. that's why you always wanted to hang out with. That's why Matt gravitated towards him as he did, man, because of that edge that he has. Like, yeah, I hate them. Yeah, I hate them too. Like, yes, I feel you on this, man. And then to go out there and not only say that, but to show that in his play, just how hard he played. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, bad blood between them all the time, man. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. But he had to know when he had to learn when to turn it off. That's that was what he learned. And that's what Dwayne Wade could only show him. Only Dwayne Wade could show him how to turn that off. You really need to stop. And this talking is an amazing right now. thing. Like now, I'm just saying facts. I have told no lies. Your man said that this. Is, that I'm is quoting a what your man said. Fabrication and a giant stretch. Play that back, Joey. A giant walk from what Joakim said to you. Play the, that only, back. the only one who could teach him that lesson. Uh, well, who else he uh, learned it from? So uh, I, I, maybe his baby daughter. Who else he learned it from? I, I didn't like, watch. Oh, I shouldn't get mad when my baby daughter like has a poopy diaper and I get my hands poopy. He said he probably doesn't know this, but he's about to learn it now. 
how much important that was. I was expecting a little more. You're not going to take that credit away. You're not going to do that. He gave him the credit. You got to take it because he gave him the credit. (laughs) D-Wade. Thank you, D-Wade, for what you're doing out there. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, Joe. What you saying? No, I thought thought he would have. I thought based on Pac's reaction, your reaction, that he would have said a little bit more than keep going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. But he said, but it didn't matter. He was like, but, it, but that you know, that's cool. You never know. You never know what the effect is you're going to say Correct. on those people or what somebody's going through. Correct. So that's 100% no valid. I was just a little surprised. Because he thought maybe, you know, since we don't like each other, he won't say anything to me. Right. But you it's not I mean? like D Wade went and totally bullied him up and was like, I respect your game. I love you as a player. No, no he just said, hey. But he, he didn't need that. Exactly. Joe Kim Noah right. don't need all that. He just needed that little bit right there to get him back on that horse and moving forward. And, like, truthfully, and, and Joe Keem describes it in beautiful detail in this interview. Yeah. Uh, seriously, go watch it after you're done. No, seriously. It's, it's really good. Um, everything it took for him after those injuries he had in his New York, you know, days that went very, very poorly and, mm-hmm. and were really hard on him. Everything it took to get back in shape, to get that opportunity with the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, working his way back again. Then he had the Achilles, the freak Achilles accident oh, yeah. after he had finally worked his way into great shape and had a good half a season with Memphis yeah. to get back and get an offer on that Clippers roster bubble. Uh, that went to the bubble. Like, mm-hmm. And it was great to hear Joe Keem talk about like even those little stints that Bulls fans probably don't even think about. Bulls fans right. who aren't like me obsessed with every word that comes out of Joe Keem Noah's mouth mm-hmm. when he was wearing a Bulls jersey and sense. Mm-hmm. But that... It meant a lot to him because it put everything in perspective. He's like, this NBA life that a very select few of us get to live, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. And it can be gone like that. It could be short-lived. You don't know. But, yeah, I like how you said that, man, because to have that kind of mental uh, capacity to be that kind of strong, you know what I mean? Like, to come back, to get sitting back down again because you're tearing Achilles, but then to build yourself back up again to come get back out there and play – how could you not love somebody like that? You know what I mean? And that's why we love Joe the way we do. It's genuine and it's hard work and it's tough and it's that effort. But on top of that, he was really, really damn good. There were no point. Point center wasn't even a word before Joe Kim Noah. All right. That was a thing when Joe Kim Noah came in there, man. And he was amazing at that. And shout out to him for that, man. Fourth MVP voting. Like, I know we don't, I know that might not sound like nothing to people just on the outside looking in, but knowing who Joe Kim Noah is. And the way he played, you're like, this dude was points four. points per game. Right. Exactly. And you're like, you're four. They gave him defensive player of the year. They're like, we got to give you something. But that doesn't even cover it. Like, that right. just wasn't enough. Right. That's what I'm saying. They, but I'm just saying they had to be like, I know. dude. I know. It's like, you, you got to get something. something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're this Put good. this guy in all NBA. You know like, what I'm saying? Right. First team all NBA, man. Like, you got to hook him up with something, man. He's that good this season. And he was. He was doing Elijah numbers, man. Like, he was incredible that year, man. Like, carrying that team when they needed somebody to carry because of what we were going through with Derek. You think he's a Hall like of Famer? That. Ooh, that's a great question. That's I'm going to say one. yes because it combines college. Two and college, college titles. He's a back-to-back. You I know think, what I'm saying? In I college, think it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back-to-back in college and a Final Four MVP. Two-time All-Star, oh. All-NBA, three-time All-Defense, Defensive Player of the Year, two-time college champion. Finals and MVP in the in, uh, final four. And the champion of my goddamn heart. <laughs> this is true. This is true, man. Our guy Mark K is going to take us out. Old man Joakim can't be any worse than Marco. Make the call, AK. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Uh, 
Let's get out of here. Everybody yeah. go enjoy the rest of your Friday and your weekend. Uh, real quick, Raptors, who the Bulls face Sunday, just took a heartbreaking loss to Luka and the Mavs, 111-110 tonight. Luka, just a casual... Uh, just a casual 35-8-6. and six. Now the 30. His eighth straight game with 30 points. Mm. You know how many games the Mavs have played this season? Eight. <laughs> Damn, Luca. He's special. Meanwhile, bro. Ananobi led the Raptors with 27 mm. on 11 of 21, 4 of 6 from downtown. Bulls, the tough defense, long Raptors. Yeah. Next on deck, play them twice in a row. Sunday, Monday. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, come hang out with us. Whoa, whoa, read the comment really quick. What? Oh. Holding that back recordings. Prediction. Rub hands. I see DeMar keeping it. fire in both upcoming games against Raptors, scoring 30-plus to push us to 7-5 and five with double-digit scoring from Io. Okay. We'll check back with you. Right, we'll he has back. spoken. We'll talk to you after, uh, after Bulls-Raptors Part 1 <laughs> on Sunday. You're getting it. Quick note, no pregame <laughs> for the Bulls-Raptors 5 p.m. tip-off <laughs> on Sunday because our CHO Bears crew will be here breaking down Bears postgame after Bears-Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, come hang out with us at the Bears tailgate. South Loop, tickets available on our website, allchgo.com. We will be here for postgame yeah. after Bulls-Raptors Sunday evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until then, enjoy your weekend. For Joey, for Will, for my friend who loves to torment me, his name is Dave. Love you, man. I'm Peck. I love you too, buddy. I love all you guys. And I love all of you out there at Bulls Nation. So do us a favor. Hit yeah. that thumb before you head out of here. Mm. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you Sunday evening after Bulls Raptors. See you, Red. Be good. Peace.